Welcome back to another episode of Yes, Dinosaurs Are Extinct. Now, how can we get rid of these homosexuals? Woo! What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, and you are rocking with none other than John, the John Effect, the Brolivia Pope, the Cheekbone Jones, all that good shit. Sit back, relax, listen to the flip, enjoy the show, tweet, and all that good shit. All right, y'all. Present good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time. The one and only. There never will be another. It's an all new week. We are back for the September issue of Gay Side Stories Reimagined. I am one half of this operation. I am Remy LeBeau, a.k.a. <laughs> John Salvatore Mackey, and I'm in the place to be, and I'm joined by my partner in crime. What's up? What's up? Happy to be back. It's been like it's been so long, man. Rain Coleman, Carefree Black Nerd, bro. Mm. Mm-hmm. It does. It does feel like it's been a minute. Yeah. But it I don't know. It does like it's been a minute, but we are back in the place to be September. Like this weekend will be the middle of the month. Mm-hmm. La- I feel like Labor Day was just yesterday. Yeah, that's what it feel like. So this year will be over. Tomorrow. Pay those people the, <laughs> what they're worth. Pay the actors, pay the writers. Yes. I'm shocked that the strike is still going on. Mm-mm. So, if it, I, there yeah. is no fall. The fall, the fall season is. Uh, maybe they can get it together by mid-season, because mm. it ain't looking. Mm. It ain't looking so great. It ain't looking so great. So late. So late. I'm, like, uh, I'm like the event. I'm like by the time the X Men come to the MCU, mm-hmm. will we even care? Because <laughs> I, I feel mean, like I feel, and I love the X Men. I've been an X Men fan for thirty plus years. Yeah. I feel like by the time the X Men finally come to the MCU, mm-hmm. I will be fifty, and, Look. and my interest is just gonna be like, you know what? I don't even care. Like I, I'm just like, what the fuck? I, and then I, I was reading something like, how can you really, at this point, how can you bring them? And to the MCU, it got to be through the multiverse because at this point, like you said, I don't want to hear no. Which it probably could be done well, but I don't want to hear no. We've been here the whole time, bitch. Thanos snapped everybody out of existence. So where y'all been at? You can't get around that. So it's got it's got to be something multiverse. It's got to be something incursion based. Yeah, Um, I think I saw something on TikTok. Where they said at the end of Secret Wars, it may do a soft reset of 
the timeline. Yeah, which honestly, I would like to see what does that look like for MCU. Right, I'm with you. What does it look like? Because of course we know in the comics, it it's been done so many times, so many retcons, whatever. But I think we don't give the MCU and the film aspect and the television aspect as much leniency. We feel right. like it's got to be set in stone and it's got to be this way. And it's like, it really does. It mm-hmm. really doesn't because it's an adaptation. Yeah. And anything could possibly go. Um, as far as a soft reboot and you know, new actors portraying Iron Man and Black Widow and Captain America, Steve Steve's version. I don't I don't know. I mean, I I'm open to it, but I'm also open to the mutant saga being something completely different. Yeah, I could see that too. You just have to adjust some of the storylines or shit, because we got the Krakoa era. We may very well get some version of that. You know, right. that's been for shit since 2019, I think. Yeah, 2019. We could get that. You know, if they really wanted it, they could go. Uh, I don't know if that would work though. Like a day, um, first class, but that's mm. kind of already been done. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So, do you want to do fan cast first, or do you want to do smash or pass? Uh, maybe smash a pass. We'll we'll do that and get that. All right. Uh, I'll let you go first. Okay, smash a pass. So this is um, I came up with this list based off of something that's been floating around social media, and because we're not doing one of our other segments, I figure I could throw this in here. So this is smash a pass, and I'm giving you all three, right? Or just one? Okay. I have well, okay. Uh, Ken, Kendrick Sampson, Kendrick Sampson, our little. Uh, um, <laughs> this is Smash or Pass. <laughs> I'm going to politely pass. I don't know, like the like. I don't find him to be sexy even when oh he was stuck in on Issa titties on the ferris wheel on insecure <laughs> i wasn't like i wasn't turned on like when jared was beating molly's walls loose hey. from first the first season that mm-hmm. got me hot in the trousers uh kendrick <laughs> sampson no i think he's cute Okay. But I don't I don't think like he doesn't rev my engine. Like, I saw him on How to Get Away with Murder. I saw him mm-hmm. on the Vampire Diaries. I saw him on something else. He just doesn't do it for me. Okay. That's maybe, like, maybe if he was a little uh, taller or a little bulkier. Yeah. I feel like he's that. like you know how Chris Evans had like the CGI when he was mm-hmm. pre Captain America. Oh my god. Bro. I feel like Kendrick Sampson is pre-Boris Kojo. Oh my god. I feel like if you put the super soldier serum in Kendrick Sampson, he would be Boris Kojo. That is terrible. What the fuck? But what do you expect? I am terrible. Oh my god. I own my shit. 
Oh my god. I mean that's that's fair. He is a slight young lady. He's not uh, he not he ain't ugly. Oh at all. But he just don't do it for me. He's a he's a little cutie pie, but I ain't smashing. I wouldn't even, and he like I just feel like he's he gives me pillow princess. Hey. And he gives me one of those pillow princesses because I am traditionally light skinnedly cute. Oh god. Everybody wants me. So I don't have to do much, which includes cleaning out that Gucci cat. Oh no! I wouldn't be surprised if there are dingleberry not... stragglers. Oh, oh my God! What is this, John? What is this? Well, I don't know how the rest of this is going to go there because this is... it might it might turn around, but I I just I, I can't doubt it. Him. I, I... I just couldn't do it. Mm-mm, I doubt it. Okay. <sighs> Your next one is Jesse Williams. <laughs> Ooh, light skin, pretty eyes edition. Um, so I mean, we seen that meat. <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> my throat sometimes needs a home. Oh, um, I'm trying to think. So here's the thing: disclaimer out there. Whatever, it's 20 years later. I do. I I could never get into Grey's Anatomy. Like I know he's on the show. Yeah. And I know he does stuff. And I know he's like a social justice warrior. Um, yeah. He definitely reminds me. Oh my god! So it's so funny because he reminds. Oh Lord, I don't think he listens to this podcast. And he does whatever. So he reminds me of this dude. Like this was like the early two thousands. Like. He lived like 20 minutes away from me. And I think he lived with his cousin or his aunt mm-hmm. in his bedroom situation was kind of weird or what have you. Mm-hmm. And his name was Tazon. Mm. He, he was like, he looked, he reminds me so much of Jesse Williams, except he had curly hair and he had a tattoo on his neck that okay. said Tazon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and why oh. you like, and he's bright, so it sh- it really shows up. Um, and that was it. Oh, that was good. Yes, I will definitely smash Jesse. Okay. I think it's okay. gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be spontaneous. Nuts bust galore. Nuts bust galore. Wow. Okay. Okay. So it did turn around. Um. Okay. Then. Let's um go to our final final contender, and that would be Jeremy Meeks, aka Prison Bay. Oh, <laughs> I, I love when you have a theme because you you piece it together so nicely. And <laughs> speaking of multiverses earlier, I feel like these could be variants at different scales. Yes. Um, yes. so Jeremy Meeks. <sighs> He definitely gives so he gives me early 2000s dirty dick trade. And I can't argue with that. He Man. definitely he gives me dirty dick trade, smoking Reggie, chasing it with Newport cigarettes, um, and drinking incredible hulks. Uh, the bird in me. So the two like like early two thousands, John. Oh Lord, 
I got another story. Don't judge me. So this, I was, I was at the laundromat. This was, I want to say this was on the weekend. I had this really big comforter and it was too big for the washing machine at home. Cause I tried it before and my mom was like, we had to get that shit repaired because that shit is too big for a home washing yeah. machine. So I went to, we have this chain here. I don't know if they have them in Texas or Michigan or Atlanta. Yeah. It's called Washland. So okay. I went to Washland to wash this comforter and I was in there and I saw this guy. When I came in, I saw him smoking a cigarette outside. And like he was, like it was so 2000s. Like he was looking at me through his sunglasses, and you know I was taking trips back and forth in to check on the stuff, and you know put it in the dryer, what have you. As I was leaving out the side door, he started making conversation with me, and he was like, "What's shaking? What you trying to get into?" <laughs> and he, he he reminded me of Jeremy Meeks. Uh, and we actually we 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 did do something mm. ish, um that evening and then <laughs> and then you know this is before texting so yeah. this is what it was calling so I found out upon our before our second dalliance which was ended abruptly when I found out he was married. And oh. had kids. Oh, okay. And he told his wife he was tutoring me. So I'm a smash. I'm a smash. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so it did turn around. I was nervous. I'm like, oh, these niggas. Because that, like, he was like, he was so fucking like he was like like it was dangerous and it was exciting. <laughs> And I, I'm not even 21, so I think I was like I think I was like 19 or 20. So this is 2002, 2003, mm -hmm. and yeah, and it was summertime, and you know, summertime, yeah, that's now it. the hormones and the gays and days and what have you been. So yes, <laughs> so I also <laughs> have a theme. Um, oh. my theme. You know, we just came off of 50 years of hip-hop, so we kind of did something prior, but mm -hmm. I wanted to go new age with this. So, okay. our first contender, 21 Savage, smash or pass? You know what? At first glance, I would say pass. But that nigga is a weirdo. And there's something to those all black folks in sex. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. not really with it. His face doesn't do it for me at all. Like, I, I, that's not a face for me. But with the British shit going, like, I feel like I want, I, I feel like I want to smash just to have the experience. And that's fine. Yeah, I feel like this is definitely. Let's see what the fuck is going on here. It's not for any romantic or any 
and I would just do it just because. I'm like, what the fuck you got? Not for? just because. Hey, wait, wait, wait. No, I'm hold sorry. up. This the nigga that Amber Rose had to teach how to drink water? Yes. No, oh no, we passing. No, <laughs> no, I completely oh, forgot. No, I forgot. Yeah, no, no, I'm pass. I'm pass on that. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay, so this next person just came on my because I'm an old nigga. This next person just came on my radar last year. Uh, um, NLE Chopper, you smashed ooh. it or you pass it? <laughs> that little nigga. Um, it depends. Does he have a fade or does he have locks? No, I'm joking. He has um, a fade now. He doesn't have the locks anymore. He looks so good to me. He don't know. I want to just nut inside of him. Oh. Like, I feel like that would give him extra strength. Like, I just... Yes. I would do it. I would do it. I would definitely... Um, I would have to say... He's like a genetically engineered baby Nelly in my head. You know what? That's a perfect uh, description. That's what he reminds me of. So, yeah. That's, you know, yeah. Right, we'll go ahead. Let's see what... Oh, you're two for two, dog. You're two for baby two. Baby Nelly got sick. Yeah. Okay, so this third one, which you know, I <laughs> I came up with, came from a group chat that we had earlier oh, today. Oh lord! <laughs> I don't even know who this person is. So after you guys mentioned it, I had to bring him up. Gonna, would you smash or pass? Um. I would have to pass. I'd have to pass. I think Gunna is a very, very auntie looking young man. And I, um, no, I, you know, I don't, um, let me, Ah! let me get myself together. I need to, I need to investigate some things. I'm going to say no. I'm going to pass. But I'm also like, I don't oh, know. Um, I don't know. It's okay. You, you you take two of these boys downtown. Oh, no. No, 21. He can, that's a pass. No. That nigga. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, so you, no, no, you're no. taking one of these boys to pass. Uh, yeah, so I would I would probably have to respectfully pass. Um, that's fine. Yeah, I'd have to pass on that. So that means you're gonna have to go triple time with Nelly chocolate. Oh yeah, you can p- play some Nelly while we fucking around. Yeah, best of both worlds. So yeah, I'm definitely with that. I'm with that. All right, so let's slide into one of my favorite uh, subject or one of my favorite topics now the show or segments. Mm-hmm. Fan cast. Yes, you want to go first, or you want to go first? Um, let me go ahead and go for it because I'm I I don't think we've done this one. Okay. And I'm hoping I'm hoping that I <laughs> we'll see. I want you to fan cast. There's five folks. There's a sister, two brothers, their dad, and the sister's best friend. I would like for you to fan cast in any way you see fit. Blossom Russo, Joey Russo, Tony Russo, Nick Russo, and six. I can't... we have not. Oh my god. Get out of my brain. We have not. I love this. I was on I was on TikTok and um Joey's podcast with his brothers came up on the top on my feed uh-huh. and Kim Fields was up there. 
Oh, okay. And then it made me hop over because I wanted to see it was something. No, the little brother is a film director. Oh, okay, cool. Or he he's done some films. So what I did was I went to Wikipedia and I said that name is too common. So I went to Blossom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I typed in Blossom, was on the Blossom page, then I went to Joey's page so I could get to Andy's page, and I found out the movie that he did. But I so I went back to Blossom's page and I said, like, "Oh my God, I just love Blossom," mm-hmm. and you know I didn't know that it ran for five years. And then I was reading some of it, and you know they were saying that her and Melissa Joan Hart were really holding it down and introducing oh yes comms being centered around girls. And then something that mm-hmm. kind of didn't sit right with me, but I understood the message where you know they were saying that with blossom it wasn't all about they it was they they she said that the people behind the show and you know i guess some fans were saying that they really connected with the show because she wasn't um your conventionally attractive oh yikes but they they had a Buzz going with the the hats and the sundresses and the big floppy flowers. They mm-hmm. weren't saying she was ugly, but they were and they were saying that it was refreshing to see yeah. where it was this overly pretty girl that wouldn't be able to tell such rich stories and that it was, you know, your every girl that yeah. some circles wouldn't necessarily consider, you know, the most com- you know what? Hold on, let me see if I can read. Because I might be saying it wrong, but it was very. Well, that sounds about right. That sounds like. I don't um, think she's. I don't think she's a bad looking woman. Mm-mm, I don't think so either. Um, she is. She she is she Jewish. What's her What's her real name? Maya Bialik. Hold Bialik. on. She is something. I um, think she is Jewish. Yeah, I, that's my understanding. Only bring it up because she does have a particular look, right. but I don't know. I can't, of course, speak for all black people, but I, I never, that I can recall, had the reaction of what you were explaining, which makes sense because I've heard it since then. But I was, I never looked at her like, oh, she's unpretty to me. She looked like a regular white girl, like an everyday white girl. Hold like on, her watching that, watching Full House. Watching um fucking Saved by the Bell shit like that, and even Clarissa explains it all. They look like the girls that was in my classes. Like they just right. Look, the only you know, thing I did notice she was a little thicker compared to six. Right. Is conventionally attractive white woman. So yeah, I'm. I mean, I guess I get that. I get what I'll say now. I'll say back then she was. They, to me, to me back mm-hmm. then they were about the same. I would say now. Oh, okay. So, okay, this is the quote. So Bialik added, the character did not look like a runway model. She wore normal clothes. Some days we had flannel shirts and jeans and the actress playing her, me, was not a traditionally attractive female that people were used to seeing on TV, mm. especially for lead women. That's the quote. So yeah, so I I, I get that because, but yeah, you made a good point because them chicks from Full House, they were regular looking white girls too mm-hmm. like they... but we're also not white people so and i and i bring it up because 
people are going to look different to a community like you know like for like Saweetie to me looks different than um I don't know Carisha but I wonder if like for a white person who's not like engrossed in like hip hop culture do they look very similar you know what I'm saying because there's someone that... say that I can see it yeah, so like though we look at them and was it Jesse and I don't know whatever the Tanners they they just look like I could tell they them look like people. everyday mall white people like you yeah. go to the mall and you say oh okay there's white people high up but it was also the eighties nineties you right. know we did go to the mall now motherfuckers that's eleven and motherfuckers that's twenty two all dressed in the same damn place you know TikTok got everybody looking. Like there's no distinction, I feel. Right. But whatever. But yes, yes. Okay, so for this cast, okay. I want to cast Tony first. Mm -hmm. So Tony, hold on, I want to make sure I get his name right. So I and this might be typecasting, but whatever. It's I show we can do what we want. <laughs> so let me see. I know his first name. I need to get his last name. Hold on. Okay, so for Tony, I want to cast Trey Byers from Empire, who played Andre Lyons. Mm. He's going to be my Tony. Okay. Okay. The dad. Hmm. What a daddy. Ooh, who's going to be their daddy? <laughs> Hold on. I got to get his name right. Okay, because I, I feel like he plays a dad really good. So, hold on. John Marshall Jones from Smart Guy, Floyd yeah. Henderson, is going to be the dad. So that's the dad. So Joey. Joey is going to be Rome Flynn mm -hmm. from How to Get Away with Murder. Mm -hmm. And for six, I want to do Ryan Destiny from Star. Mm-hmm. And I don't know this actress's name, so give me a second to look it up because she is going to play Blossom. Hold on. I want to make sure this is her. Okay, so for Blossom... I want to cast Arika Himmel from Mixedish as Blossom. Hmm. Um, is that the oldest? That's the oldest. That's the Rainbow. oldest one that played Rainbow. Um, I'm trying to get her face in my head. Um, let me just look it up. 
Big Eyes. Basically, oh, yes. Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I could definitely. Mm. Yeah, give her one of the little flower hats. Yeah, she got it. She got I can see it. it. Yes. So she is going to be my blossom. So I have. Yeah, I got all the parts right. Yeah, that was it. The full. Oh my god, we're we're to say we're to say wheelhouse again yeah. because these are both NBC shows. I and it's a five person series. I want you to cast. You can reimagine it and put it in whatever timeline you want. The facts of life. So you are casting Blair, Natalie, Joe, Mrs. Garrett, and Tootie. Blair, Natalie, Joe, Tootie. And then who? Who else? Mrs. Garrett. Okay. 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 So we're doing Facts of Life. Fuck. Okay. Let's go. Wow. What time period do I want? I want... Oh, whatever. Period, period. Whatever. We'll figure it out later. So let's go. Um, Laverne Cox as Miss Garrett. Okay, um, I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, let's do. Oh, Blair and Tootie is the one I'm just scared to mess up. But Natalie, she sang with Michael Jackson, so shit, we gotta get her right. Okay. <laughs> Let me go with um. Fuck. This is going to be hard. Okay, let's do. Let's do. Oh, God, I feel like that's too predictable. Um, damn. Who is. Okay, let me do. Because I think she has range. Um, she did really good with the comedy. Um, she was on a sitcom, sure, but she was kind of in this weird role. But she did mm -hmm. Dora, homegirl from uh, Modern Family. Um, shit, what is that girl's name? Sarah Highland or Ariel Winter? Not Sarah, not Sarah, because that's that's uh, Haley. Um, Alex. Al yes, her. She, okay. I want her. I want her. I want her. For, I want her for Joe. I want her for Natalie. I want her. For Joe, I want to see. Do you got the range? But then also, how old is she? She's, she's like she's early twenties. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her Joe. I'm gonna give her Joe. Um, let's do Natalie. Let's do. This is one chick, but I I think this woman is like thirty something. Hold on, like thirty nine. And I, <laughs> I want that. What is that? Oh, name? she's twenty five. Oh, okay, that's not. That's not too bad. I know I saw seeing her in Modern Family. Sure, you the smart chick, but when she played that that Dora, um, spoof that live action Dora, I was like, okay, I see a little bit of something going on here. Um, let me do. Why am I drawing a blank? Because you asked me. Now I'm drawing a blank. Um, I haven't been watching TV like I'm supposed to because this is crazy. Um, oh, actually, what's homegirl from Stranger Things? I want her. Um, Millie Bobby Brown. Yes, give me her and make her Natalie. I um, I'm one who's a fan of whether it turns out good or bad, people playing roles outside of what they're known for. 
Okay. Like I, I want to. Uh, yeah, I want to see Blair Underwood beating another woman. I want to see him. <gasps> Happy genie or some shit. Like, give me, give me something else. He's got the villain. Um, okay, so Blair in two D. Let's do. Oh, now this is actually harder than I expected. Um, I like this cast. Let's do. What is that girl? She would no, I don't know. She was that great. What is that girl from? I want to say the girl from Birds of Prey, but I don't know that I, I don't remember that I liked her that much. So never mind. You got know, Mary Stuart? Is it Mary Winston or something? Uh, I, I, oh, this is so embarrassing. I do not remember her name. The one uh, that was supposed to be the huntress. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I think it's Mary something. You know what? Actually, fuck it. I'm gonna go with um, Little Miss Wednesday herself. Um, oh, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, uh you talking about Jenna? Jenna Ortega. God damn. Yes. Why in the hell couldn't I think of that girls? I was trying to do a little, little multiracial trying, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Jenna. I'm gonna go with Jenna. Um, her name is Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. I'm gonna go with I'm I'm gonna go with Jenna. I'm gonna go with Jenna. I wanna she's been a spunky kid in you. She was um autistic, I don't know, ADHD girl in Wednesday. Um she did the scary horror stuff. So now let me let me get you in the stick. Wait, was she part of it's a show that came much after we was grown? Is it Ricky, Dicky, Hickey, and whatever like that? She has Disney Channel ties. I know that because they always play the clip on TikTok where she was like, she said something about Wednesday and then they were cutting to her uh, being Wednesday. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to still go with her. Damn, but I can't think of a a younger... Hmm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Let's do... <laughs> this grown ass 30 30 something i want to go with kiki just to make it funny but no um let's do oh actually you know what i like um storm reed i like her so think about okay. her performance in um what's the oprah mindy kaling um movie she was in oh um wrinkle in time yeah Seeing that and then seeing her in um Euphoria, I feel like she got the chops that she could she could pull it off. I don't know. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting cast. Okay. I mean, yeah, I could I could see that under the tutelage of Laverne talking shit. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. That I like it. I like that we synced up yet again. Um shout out to Jacqueline. Uh yeah. she's like you know who you should do a fan cast for? <laughs> this was a couple weeks ago. She's like, yeah. the facts of life. And I told her, no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> to throw yeah. her off for only for me to do it on the next episode. <laughs> so, Jacqueline, you're welcome. Uh. You're welcome. Because you know she was trying to get, she was, you know, she was trying to get some intel on, well, <laughs> What's the sequence going to be for uh, singled out? Who's yeah. opening and who's closing? Um, 
There are five episodes mm-hmm. and it airs in October. Thank you. And thank you. I want to let everyone know on the show, but I did thank you on Twitter earlier. Rank Coleman has done the artwork for oh, <laughs> Singled Out, The Roaring Twenties, When I Was 17, This is 30. Thank you, thank you, thank Damn. you. I didn't. I was saying, you've been you've been popping these series out, bro. Been, <laughs> I know, and I have. And this is the crazy thing. I have this next one. This next one just hit me like maybe a month ago. And yeah. why do I have seven out of the ten questions? Mm. I mean, and what? I have three people I want for the guest list. I mean. And the thing is, I said I'm only going to do it with the first month that has five Tuesdays. Guess okay. what month has five Tuesdays in 2024? Is it, if it's January, I'm going to scream, but is it March? It's April. So I have all this time. Oh, yeah. you got And it. I have the majority of these questions done. I have three questions to do. And two other people want to come up with for the guest. Yeah, you can. Knock so this might be sitting in the in the vault for a minute. Mm-hmm. Because I'm really about to be after you and I finish recording. I am technically on podcast PTO. I don't have to record anything until November. Yeah. So I'm good. So this will be time for me to do playback, do some tweaks on these five episodes. Run those out. Come up with the rest of those questions. But yes, that's what's up. Yeah. I love being a nigga. I love being ahead of the game. <laughs> I love it. But we're gonna freshen up these drinks. And uh, well, I know I'm drinking. I I, I don't know if Mr. Coleman is drinking. I'm gonna freshen up my oh, drink. Edibles, bro. <laughs> and we will catch you on the other side. All right. All right, guys. We'll be right back. I can when the joke stops, they just blazing free back where You fresh your drinks, lit your weed, fuck your hose. Let's get into uh, <laughs> with the fall season, you know, coming up, and we're preparing for one of the longest running holidays, which is cuffing season. Yes. Um, I think we get into it. So we can uh 
discuss cuffing season from the queer homosexual uh perspective but a little background so what i saw more commonly or most commonly was that cuffing season is october through march culminating with the like i don't know like outing almost like bridgerton revealing the diamonds and shit for valentine's day that's what i saw through um when I was researching, like, what the fuck was cuffing season? So October through March, but Valentine's Day is like the, I don't know, penultimate, like, we've made it or whatever. So that's the cuffing season for perspective for everyone uh, under the sound of our voice. And um, so being gay and having a cuffing season, uh, I guess, one, do you think we even have one or if that, or if that's a, a year-round thing? <laughs> <laughs> so that is an interesting question. Oh so man. I look at this from two different places. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. I look at this from th- I love three. So I, I'm looking at this from three different places. So think. there was a period in time, so from 2010. So from April 2010 through December 2014, I was in the longest relationship that I've ever been in. Um, So technically, that relationship started outside of the window Mm. uh, of cuffing season and ended years later within the window. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't think of cuffing season during that time frame because I was off the market. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've been in a fair share of relationships in the last 25 years. Um, so I look at, so I want to start now. So now do I look at cuffing season the same? I know it exists, but my personal experience for it. So I went into really fully being single and detaching myself and, you know, breaking free from the mindset of being someone's boyfriend for so long. Mm-hmm. going into you know 2015 and i i didn't think about cuffing season i just was like i'm i'm getting back to me like i had lost myself for so long mm-hmm. in a relationship i was in no rush to jump back into another situation yeah. now i will say that i did meet well, I had already, he was a friend of a friend mm-hmm. and we started, you know, intermingling, you know, with one another in the summer of 2015. Mm-hmm. And I want to say by the end of fall, it was done, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it never got serious. I guess you could say it was a situationship before a situationship was really coined. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, I wasn't looking for a relationship. And then, you know, I want to say every other year, or almost every year since I've been single, which is coming up on nine years this December, mm-hmm. I, I'll entertain or interact with a male that'll last for a few months nothing ever substantiates and mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't know but it's just I don't think of cuffing and then let's go back to you know 15 20 years ago 
Um, you know, when I was single and in and out of relationships, you know, there I had a roster. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, yes. I would have a roster. I want to say probably at the peak of Thundercatness or aging <laughs> out of that, the the roster probably, I want to say one roster, I had like six or seven niggas on the roster. Good, good. And I think I, I think I dwindled it down to like three one year. And mm. then, you know, there were some years the roster might have two or three, and I would mm. dwindle it down to two. And then, you know, but that was, you know, when I was much younger, and then I would enter relationships and you know. I was when I'm in a relationship and I'm I'm devoted. I'm like the devoted, dedicated boyfriend. But yeah. when you know you're single and you're you know trying to get your prospects in order to go to the relationship status, um, I think I played it. I think I played it well for being a twenty-something in the two thousands because mm. I like I was like I was a twenty-something literally from. 2003 to 2013 because I didn't mm-hmm. turn 30 until 2013. Mm-hmm. So I had a long stretch of, you know, being in my 20s and, you know, but then dating and lifestyle stuff was so different back then. Yes, so, absolutely. you know, I cuffing season and, and everything that is entailed with that 10 years ago was completely different. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago was completely different now it's completely different I, I i'm at this point now i'm like i do not know where i particularly fit in and that kind of gave me the idea for a single out yeah nope shameless plug but I, I was just like what do i do and then i keep seeing this thread on twitter today where it's like uh someone asked how can you see yourself being single in your 40s and 50s? And oh, I just, yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I I can. But you would have asked me in 2010. I was all like, I don't want to be. I was so dead set on. I don't want to be 30, single, and gay. I refused, and yeah. I lowered my standards, and I did what I did, and blah blah blah. But yeah, that's my whole take. So enough of me. Let's go back to you. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, cuffing season is uh, interesting. I think it's for me personally. It's a ever rotating season. But if we're like using the concrete October through March, then I'll say that I've had situations and relationships that fell within that. But I've never I'm trying to think when did that even become a thing that I was aware of. Because the fall is, I'm from Michigan. It, it, You can have snow well into April, maybe even May. It might not be the same amount as December, but you can have snow and cold weather for a long time. And so right. for us, you do get those cozy snow day in the house, you know, watching TV, eating food, laying up. Like you get those, you know, at any age. I was a teenager doing that shit. But I never really considered cuffing season in the way it's like presented now. Um, and I don't think it's truly too different from our like um, specifically cis heterosexual counterparts. Cause I feel like, you know, they run into those situations from where I, from where I'm sitting anyways, you know, I don't, I don't know about that life. 
with the, the, I don't know about that life over there. Um, but I will say that it the fall just seems to be the time for that. Like even if you're looking at uh high school, you're back to school. You know, you didn't um got off the summer, now you're back into this routine, you're playing sports, you're cheerleading, doing after school stuff, and you have this like I don't know, this academic space that just breeds proximity and hormones. Same thing with college. You go back and it's homecoming time. And now you and this sorority, this fraternity, and you know, the the big game is coming up. And also you have to work your job. So you got to figure out when to see your person. And so with the colder months, I'm assuming that's probably what part of it is, is like devoting your time to one or maybe two people. I don't know if you're polyamorous, but devoting your time <laughs> to someone so that it makes that those cold days worth it versus like i guess being alone or trying to see several different people um but i do like the idea of cuffing season because i like right. i love the fall um i'm not married to it at all but as a queer nigga i don't i don't think it i think after going through the initial year of quarantine cuffing season does not look the same to me right. like i can't even because we've 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 done that we like collectively as a society as the world like was quarantined together even the people who push back against it for the most part we all were in the fucking house so um with us being this like digital space where you can i have my groceries delivered you know what i'm saying i i don't leave the house unless i want to um I, okay I, worry. Yeah. I don't i don't i don't do none of that um and so we're to the point where I can like pull up my phone and I can find a date. I could go do a date. Yes, finding the date. <laughs> Red Rover, Red Rover, send the hose over. over. No, truly. And then even I can find a date. I, okay, I can wake up in the morning. I can order DoorDash for breakfast. And I can also, let's say, order my groceries to get here in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. While I'm working at home, I can now find some little motherfucker, some Kendrick Sampson type to fuck off on. And <laughs> then let's say, you know, we shoot for, let's kick it at about 5, 6.30. Um, oh, I don't have a car. My car in the shop? No, I can Uber. Like, I, there's so much that you're able to do yes. from the comfort of your phone that when you do talk about cuffing season, I, I don't I don't know and, and you straight niggas, you know, and, and ladies, let us know if it is the same for you, because that's kind of where this conversation spawned from is like, yeah, we're different. But like, are we truly that different? Like, we're take not. aside two niggas fucking each other in the ass and a nigga and a bitch having sex missionary, like taking that off the table. Are we truly that different? We are some young, sexy ass. Black motherfuckers, beautiful motherfuckers. I think the difference. So I'm glad you brought that up because I think. The real difference in cuffing season. I want to. I'm not racist. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm I'm curious because we know in black and brown. Well, let me walk it back. Black and Latino communities. There's cuffing mm -hmm. season. Like, what does cuffing season look like for white people? You know, what does cuffing season look like for mm -hmm. East Asians? Mm -hmm. What does cuffing season look like for regular Asians? Not regular, but Asian Asians. Yeah. What does it look like? I think that would be the bigger difference than, you know, black and brown, black and Latino, gay, mm -hmm. straight, pansexual, bisexual, trisexual, right. non-binary. I, right. I think that is just community and that is mm -hmm. culture. 
Um, so I think it's all going to just be slight variations of the same thing yeah. opposed to what does white cuffing season look like? Do they even know what cuffing season is unless, you know, they have jungle fever? Wait a fucking minute, bro. There's nothing wrong with having jungle fever. No, it's not, but just jungle fever. I don't think uh you know or jungle seizures if you got it real bad. I get it. Oh no. Um I I wonder if another thought is that cuffing season is just this omnipotent thing that just may not be called that. You know what I'm saying? Like your point. Um, and you know, any uh white folks out there, please feel free to chime in. Like, is that is that something that is even a thing or is that something that just we as humans just naturally fall into? It's cold. I got to find somebody to lay up under. Let me do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if that's, Hmm, this is sparking more questions than answers, but I, it's, it's interesting. Um, I think the more maybe nuanced part is coming out of cuffing season because even if we can agree that there's variations going into it and having like snow and cold weather be like the trigger i think we all can recognize that but coming out of it hitting that holiday season new year's valentine's going into spring it's like what does that look like is it different if you're in college versus if you are working 30 something versus if you are yes. in florida where it's probably hot more often I hear right. I'm in Texas we get two weeks of winter and that's it so you know what um is cuffing season also determined by your mobility and your climate because again being in Texas I can ride with my AC on well into December but a motherfucker in Michigan can't do that so does right. your cuffing season last a little longer <laughs> because the snow keep your ass in the house mm. that's a good question because here in Virginia I get four seasons. Like I get four seasons. Mm-hmm. Now, traditionally, it, it's fall is fall, spring is spring, winter is winter. But mm-hmm. there are those slight offs that it can be. You can have even in a dedicated season, you can still experience the weather of three other seasons in yes. that season. Not a whole yeah. lot, but it does happen. Yeah. Um, and they, I've now I can say this. And I, this, I know this before the term cuffing season was, you know, coined or, you know, brought to the lexicon mm-hmm. that, you know, once it starts to warm up outside, mm-hmm. you know, you on the prowl, you, ain't nobody trying to be in no relationship when it get hot outside. Now, I can definitely say um, whoring ways, the whore did jump <laughs> out in the early 2000s, late 90s, the whore did jump out. Uh, soon, soon as, as we as we in the south say, once the weather breaks, mm-hmm. the whore jumped out. Like mm. you know, because nobody wants to go into you know. Though I've you know I've of course I've had relationships in the in the summer, but you know when you're some there's something about being single when the weather is nice. It just hits mm-hmm. different. It mm-hmm. hits different like a summer fling hits different than a fall dalliance or you know a winter you know snuggle bump it's just it's different (laughs) it's for me it is it's just like yes yeah no i hear you i hear you that that is that is one of 
I don't know. I have very distinct memories of being a kid mm-hmm. listening to Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff Summer. Yes. And being on the beach, rich green grass, beautiful sandy beaches, sexy ass people, as far as the eye could see. Old school cars, hydraulics going, and like seeing couples. Skin out, nigga, shirtless, sagging, shorts. Well moisturized bodies, motherfucking full lips, red lips. Yes. And that has stuck with me. Yes. so... To your point, when and I the think boys be out like yes, the I don't know. It's something bruh. about once the weather breaks and spring comes up, all these niggas pop out of no gas mm-hmm. station, mm-hmm. car wash, mm-hmm. parking lot. Like, hey, what's up? The yeah. let out from the club. What's up? What's going mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. Nah, and that's I don't know. And I mean, I guess even for those who are not cuffed during cuffing season, like that. That's the time that you essentially hibernate and come out next year with your new body. You know, so you go hard in the gym, yeah, and you know, pop out for uncuffing season with your hoochie daddy shorts on and shit. So okay, bruh, that's uh, that. Mm, I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I just do you think we age out of cuffing season? I don't think so. I just think it changes a bit, like. You still, instead of going to the club, you know, like when you were early 20s, you'll probably just go to brunch now. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, or go to a day party where you don't have to be bumping and grinding to late in the evening. So I don't think you age. Uh, let me tell you, I, I want, <laughs> okay, so I think this was season two or season three of Insecure. Remember when Issa met Felix at the kissing, was it the kiss and grind party? Mm, that sounds about right. And he was like, do you always look like this? It was oh, a it was Yes, a it was. It was. I don't know if it was Kiss and Grind, but I remember, yes. Because he, that is not funny, but it's funny. Yes, I remember that. Oh, my God, that's terrible. But they're, like, in their 30s. But, like, I want to go to, like, a day party like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm, like, I, right now, like, I, I will say this. I do... I I still I still go to bars. Mm-hmm. I will go to the occasional club. And it's so funny because I was looking. Facebook memories is such a oh, funny Lord. thing. So oh, I re- I saw something from like 2008, and it was like so. This is when I was 25. So I have I had a post where I was like, I just could not see myself being 30 in the club. Oh <laughs> no! So, so I was like. I rolled my eyes and turned over because I'm like, I have definitely been thirty. I I've been forty in the club. Yeah. I've been thirty in the club. I've been thirty through forty each year in the goddamn club, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh. So that's when I was like, I'm just not putting an age on things. Life is life. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're right. Cuffing yeah. um, mm. season, though. That is. I don't know, listeners. Give us your take on cuffing season. Like, what? I mean, because we've we've discussed this, and you know, we have our personal lived in experience. But is there is it is your opinion of it the same? Do you even consider it? Um, I will say that's not something that I just think about. Um, I think the last time I like seriously considered it was season one of Harlem, um, because the Angie character, she's a BBW, big breast, thick black woman. 
her and this gay guy were friends and there's a whole episode about them trying to find a guy for cuffing season like a, a big black bearded man and they ultimately spoiler alert end up cuffing each other for cuffing season because i think the gay guys are bisexual it, it's a cute little like it's a fun little episode but that's what led me down this road of like is yes this is a sitcom and this is kind of sort of played for laughs but like is there a way is does it just show how similar lgbt and non-lgbt people even look at this time of the year romantic romance wise so yeah that's but let us know let us know if you agree if you disagree if your cuffing season looks different hell do you got different dates for it (laughs) yeah let us know live tweet us dm us holla at us but we will be taking the month of october off Mm -hmm. and we will be back in november and we will be back in December, and let me just say this. Wink, wink, nod, nod. We'll look you directly into the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Expect the unexpected. Like, expect a lot of John and Rain antics Mm -hmm. to close this year out. Rain, let the listeners know they can find you. Take us out with something very Quantavious Cody. Oh, shit. Um, okay, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, X, Twitter, whatever, X Twitter, at my alt account, uh, Booty Hole Eater, I don't know, whatever. Ah! Uh, well, <laughs> no, uh, maybe on Twitter, Carefree Blurred, uh, and TikTok, Carefree Blurred, that's one of the most immediate ways to get in touch with me. Those of you who are into prose books and novels and all that, I have a novel writing brand, Reading, Writing, Rain, you can check that out, I'm documenting my indie author journey if not just you know come talk shit with me um and here of course uh every month except for next month yeah uh you can find me here and uh and shit, all that good shit but something <clears throat> i'm trying to think what is something very very interesting um i will say um all you niggas all you bitches um and justin hey justin um Show some appreciation. You know what I'm saying? Show some appreciation. It doesn't cost much to show your appreciation for someone. You ain't got to give everybody their flowers. I know everybody ain't into that, but Johnny is not going to give you flowers. Show some appreciation to a motherfucker who you see on a daily, who you maybe don't give as much thanks to because you're just so used to your interactions and shit. Maybe they'll jump off that you fuck off on and let them know, hey, you are appreciated. And um, let's end this year strong, man. It's been a rough rough couple couple years for some of us and um fuck all that man fuck bitches get money man fuck bitches get money yeah until november we'll see you guys later bye